This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. A group of 10 Cortez Island residents set out from Gorge Harbor in a Zodiac to view wildlife. I loved it that we were all together on this boat, like tourists from Cortez, out there hunting for a sighting of a whale, just that everybody was like in that together, and that was our only purpose that we had today, was to get out onto the water and look around and see what creatures we'd see, and it just seemed just like community. Said Jane Newman. Our guide, Jennifer Smalley of Wild Waters Adventures, said Orca had been seen near the Copeland Islands. Leaving the gorge, we passed through a drizzle. The clouds and desolation sound looked threatening, so we proceeded to Middlenatch while the sky cleared. The seals were gathered along the shoreline, each according to their tribe. First we saw a colony of stellar sea lions basking on the rocks. Males and females were gathered together, but Smalley explained this would change after their annual migration. The breeding males and females will migrate thousands of kilometers offshore off of the west coast of Vancouver Island to what's called offshore rookeries. I can't remember the names. That's not to say that some of them may or may not mate here, but I've never seen it in these waters. They all just tend to disappear at a certain time of the year, which is coming up here pretty quick in June. They make that long migration. It is really, truly survival of the fittest when it comes to breeding because only one in 10 stellar sea lion males ever gets to breed. Once they get there, they gather up a harem of of roughly 12 females. Stellar sea lions are the largest species of sea lion in the world, and they will get up to like 2,500 pounds. They'll be sitting broadside on the top of a big rookery, and there'll be all these females around them. They're charged with not only continually breeding with the females, but protecting them and making sure that no other males come into contact with those females. So they literally stop eating to focus solely on breeding. And obviously there's lots of battles and things. Anastasia Avakamova added. I really loved seeing the sea lions up close. That was really neat. There was a whole bunch of them lounging around and we got pretty close and then had binoculars. Next, we saw a colony of harbor seals, the most commonly sighted marine animal off our coast. They consume about two kilograms of food per day. The bulk of their diet is herring and hake, but they catch a variety of small and medium-sized fish, as well as invertebrates like squid, octopus, and shrimp. Once the salmon runs begin, that will be their principal diet. But today, they were just resting on the rocks. I've read about massive colonies of California sea lions, but the ones we saw were spread out as individuals on the rocks, just enjoying the sun. A steep stone face rose out of the ocean. Pelagic cormorants made their nests in the cliff's narrow ledges and dyed the rock white with their excrement. The glaucous winged gulls above the cliff were screeching. Clusters of them would momentarily appear in the sky. Then we caught sight of the cause of this mayhem. A solitary bald eagle soared above. According to Cortez Island naturalist George Cirque, there is only one eagle's nest on Middleneck. Most of the time, their residents defend the gulls against other eagles. But there are times when they exact a protection fee. This is much less than what the gulls would suffer if other eagles preyed upon them. So the relationship is beneficial to both species.
I really appreciated the rocks on the south end of Middle Natch. They were really beautiful. There was some neat rock formations and just the scale there was kind of like disorienting and impressive. Some other really beautiful rock formations. The sea life is always awesome and we did see some of that but I really like the rocks. The water was really smooth. Weather was fine. That was pretty great. Said Max Tyson. The skies were clearing by then, so we proceeded east past Hernando Island, with its many houses clustered along the shore. The orca had left the Copeland Islands by the time we arrived. We stopped at Refuge Cove for lunch. The tourist season had not yet begun, and we had the whole place to ourselves. It was starting to seem unlikely that we would see any orcas. Then Smalley received a text. They were in Tikern Arm. She found them deep within and it turned out they were old friends of hers. The T002C matriarch is a local family that actually spends a lot of time in the Discovery Islands. They are Biggs Orca, the mammal-eating culture. And they used to have a pretty famous whale called Tumbo. He had scoliosis, so he was always trailing behind them, sometimes a kilometer behind they actually also lost another family member about a year ago, a baby. They now have a new baby. There's four in the family. Tasu is the matriarch, daughter Lucy, son Rocky, and they now have a new baby. So I'm not sure if that's Lucy's baby. Rocky is very recognizable. He's got like that six foot dorsal fin and it has a scar on it that's really easy to spot. You've seen this orca family in Tikrin Arm before. They like it in there. They often go in there to forage and maybe at the back, it's a, a quiet refuge for them. We've seen them actually take seals in there. It's uh, sometimes you don't see, you just see them change direction and kind of move around. But sometimes there's a little bit of splashing. You might see a little blood or something at the surface and some birds flying around. One time we saw, um, they had taken a seal and a very big pink lung came up. Normally nothing comes up, like they must finish it all off down there. Although we didn't see a lot of the orcas' bodies out of the water, it was still really neat to be close to them and know that they're there and doing their thing. Castle Falls is at the end of Tikrin Arm. It's a beautiful sight anytime, but there was a lot of rain just before our trip, and overnight, a second waterfall appeared. The highlight for me was the waterfalls. And just spending the day out there, a fast boat, and we saw everything. <laughs> we really saw this terrier. Said Howie Roman. On the way home, we stopped below the petroglyphs at the entrance of the gorge. Smalley pointed out the image of a man and a whale. There are also what appear to be tally marks. According to one account, the Clahoose stood on top of the cliff and hurled rocks down upon invading Haida canoes. These marks are said to be a tally of enemy casualties. We returned to Gorge Harbor in the early afternoon. Karina Verhuva said, This was just wonderful, being on the water, of course, and seeing the seals and the sea lions up close with the binoculars. And then, of course, the orcas. And what I found mesmerizing is being between those two giant waterfalls. I mean, normally there's one, now there are two. And to be almost there, it was so invigorating and good company. Thank you. Thank you. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.